What's good, y'all? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 148, and this week you're in for a treat. I bring on host of the former podcast, Sub Podcast, Chris Chaney, former guest, of course, you know him from previous episodes, but he helped me host a live show here in New York with our guest, Jesse Villanueva of Thumpers NYC. Also, A Life and Concepts now. But this is such an amazing episode. First time ever doing something live. Uh, dropping it this week because you know what's happening this week Complex Con weekend. And I will be there full on press doing video interviews with everybody that I can get on there. So be on the lookout for that content as well. Come in, you know. Look, this is the year that the podcast is leveling up. Three years, you know, I'm not going to stay stagnant. I'm going to keep pushing and see how far we can get more stories out into the ether and try to get just storytelling back into sneakers. So beyond just the brands telling us their stories, we definitely miss the real culture behind sneakers. And also, we also miss just everyone sharing stories. I think it's just a great time, and that's why I started this podcast. Anyway, what you're about to tune into is, one, the most outside of my comfort zone I've ever been, because as you can tell, I do this mostly in the house, and never in front of a crowd, never in person. I've guested on a couple podcasts, and those were in person, but I like to keep this flexible as possible, and doing it within the comforts of each other's homes. I mean, my guest and me, it makes it just a lot more adaptable, a lot like I get to throw in some graphics, update the graphics as much as I can, and just elevate the podcast from this standpoint, because not everybody into sneakers or anybody that I have as a guest is able to just come down to New York and, I don't know, jump into my house in, in, in this episode. So you get this little glimpse of, me in my house and the guests in their house and it was just a little slice of just our conversation but this is a whole new experience everybody's in in the building live crowd interaction you you know i i'm just extremely grateful to for chris cheney for giving me this chance so make sure you follow him at not that cheney on all social medias hit up his website notthatchaney.com definitely check out Sold Out Comedy because this was in collaboration with Sold Out Comedy we had three comedians come up amazing I didn't include their sets because I don't I, to be honest I don't think I'm allowed to but I was th- I should have probably asked but I just played it safe I just put the podcast episode after this intro you'll see that and just make sure you call if you live in New York City hit up Sold Out the Sold Out Comedy it's at the end of every month. It's the Tuesday of every, the last Tuesday of every month, and follow his uh, Instagram, which is uh, sold out comedy at sold out comedy. You know, all this stuff is going to be in the description of this podcast. Uh, you know, and then where to find Jesse? Jesse is at at Thumpers NYC. And his merch, his gear is gorgeous. I love all of it. It's so clean. And if you're in Japan, that's where he sells it. 
if you're in Japan, pull up to his, uh, I think, I don't know where he's selling it out of, but if you follow Thumpers NYC, you'll see exactly where he's dropping it. And then follow that, hit up the website. All that information is also going to be in the description of this podcast. And then also, I will be at ComplexCon. By the time you hear this, it's Friday. And if you're at ComplexCon, Saturday, I will be there. I will be asking questions. I have three main, I think, uh, three main questions for people who haven't been guests or just regular attendees of ComplexCon. And then I have another set of questions for people who have been guests because I've been reaching out to people and seeing who's going to be there so I can get my mindset on what we're going to talk about and on video. So that's going to be fun. I'll probably do a recap once I come back, but it's not going to be a whole episode. It'll probably just be a, uh, I already have, you know, come on, I work ahead. I got, I got episodes on deck for you guys. That's going to be great post the live show. So I'm happy you guys, I'm hoping you'll are, will be enjoying the live show that I'm putting up for y'all and you know where to find me. I am who is hot on all social media. Follow the podcast on my first kicks pod, follow the podcast. And if you're listening to this, Please look down, look at this, look at the screen, because it is now on Apple Podcasts. You get a video feed, so please leave a review. I'm missing reviews. I haven't had a review in a long time, so please leave a hopefully five star review of of listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to it, and then also on Spotify if you're listening on there. Please leave a review. It will be extremely helpful. Don't have a ton of reviews. I would love to see that number in the triple digits at least. And then if you are on YouTube watching this, also, please hit me with a like on the video and subscribe to the podcast so you can see all my other, you know, knickknacks and videos. I'm hoping maybe I'll expand once I come back uh, to see just what else I can put up. And hopefully garner some subscription subscribers, subscribers. Uh, so just you know, trying here. I'm trying out in these streets, uh, trying not to be like everybody else, and continue to push being different um, and push everybody's stories because they're important. Like I said earlier. And if you're on TikTok, my first kicks on TikTok. So on to this week's guest. Well, on to this week's episode with guest, Jesse Villanueva. So, I do a podcast called My First Kicks, and if you haven't listened, it's where I bring in a guest, I ask him this question, previous guest Frank right here, well, Frozen, uh, I asked him the question, what's that first pair of kicks you absolutely needed to have? I feel like it's a question that everybody has an answer to, you know, and we are going to ask this to our special guest today, uh, while we set up here, but... Listen, I am absolutely nervous, and I'm gonna be straight straight up with y'all. This is my first time being on a stage since high school, and <laughs> and I was doing improv then, so you know how embarrassing I was back then. All right, so <laughs> it's wild to think. Well, shout out to Cheney for for putting this together, but it's it's wild to think that. <laughs> it's wild to think that uh, 
an idea I had during COVID was going to end up on a stage in the middle of Bleecker Street. Um, and <laughs> it's my first time actually doing this in front of people. And <laughs> like, it's interesting that 145 episodes, so if you haven't listened to an episode, 140-something episodes. And last week, I just recently had Russ Bankston on, a person that got me into sneakers. Pretty sure a lot of a lot of people into sneakers, and it was a goal of mine when I first started, and it's wild. I was able to reach out to him, get him on, and now it's wild that I'm able to do this in front of y'all today. So I appreciate each and every one of y'all for sh for showing up, and so as a nervous wreck, I'm just gonna bring up Chris Cheney. <laughs> Miggity, Mike, Miggity. Yeah. Switch, switch, switch. Switch? Yeah. Well, no, because we have a guest. I know, but just switch. Oh, no, now yours is on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, cool, cool, First cool. time run, guys. First time run. Don't worry. We'll, we'll be back with another one eventually. Yep. But Chris Chaney has been on a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the, he, he helped me out tremendously in the beginning when I first started the podcast. He had me on his podcast, Sub Podcast, where we talked about everything streetwear, like we're both wearing Supreme hoodies. We know what's up. So. <laughs> but then we quit. We decided it wasn't worth it. Haas was like, nah, I'm going for it, bro. Yeah. I was like, nah, let's, I got stories to tell. We got stories to tell. So, yeah, 145 episodes. Yeah, but, you know, speaking of stories, the what? guests we're going to have on have some stories. Yeah. We got we got a little taste of it uh, before the show, and we're going to bring them on now. Villanueva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you aren't familiar with Jesse... Currently, you 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 have your own brand, Thumpers NYC. Yep. And you previously worked at A Life. Yep. You currently working at Concepts. I yeah, I'm general managing Concepts New York Woo. and uh, activations and big fucking stuff. deal, people. <laughs> yeah. He'll never admit it, but big fucking deal. Big deal. Just old. That, <laughs> that also is very true. If you're old and you just walk around, things will happen. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm is true. I'm going to tell you this is true because I told you Ari, Ari, Menthol's Ari, if you all know the Menthol sneakers, Ari yep. literally told me when I met up with him one day, he goes, you just got to walk around Browery, man, and you're going to get into sneakers. I was just like, how's that an, how's that an answer? I just was like, I was just like, I just want to talk to more people about, you know, boutiques. And he's just like, you just got to walk around Browery, man. I was just like, all right, old man. That is true. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, also, Chain, if you aren't familiar with Chaney, with Chris Chaney, he also works at A Life currently. Well, the incarnation. <laughs> <laughs> business is weird, guys. <laughs> Especially in streetwear, business is not. Jesse, back me up here. Business yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's never, like, clean. No, 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 no. It's no, no, no. I get zelled my paycheck sometimes. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's not always. <laughs> direct deposit like it's supposed to be. I have to sometimes <laughs> remind my boss. I'm like, you know, it's the 15th, right? He goes, oh, fuck. I'm going to whose house to get my money? Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Streetwear is weird. I don't know if, like, the business side and, like, the internal side, it's like it's like a restaurant. You never know what, you, you never want to watch them cook the food. You know what I mean? You just want to buy the yeah. hoodie and you want to look fly until you're like, oh, I can make a hoodie. And then you slowly learn over time. Oof. 
That is a cool. <laughs> it's, the, it's the cut and stuff. It's the button up. That's when you start. Yeah, that's what, that's the slippery slope. Yeah, it's it's so Jesse. Just to give them a frame of reference of time you've yeah. been in streetwear. Like, how long would you say you've been doing what quote unquote streetwear is? Uh, loose. Mm. I mean, I started working in a skate shop in '94. I was and five. Then, yeah. <laughs> Again, you just got to be old. That's literally it. Just show up. I was seven. Um, I was seven. I mean, I'm a little bit older. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. And then when I went to college, I started working for a sneaker store that was like really close to FSU Stadium. And mm. because of that, they had like this really weird account where we could get all kinds of good stuff. And this was like 96, 97. Um, oh, you, was, you, you had the hot shit. Yeah, I mean, I was buying samples from the sales rep when he was done with the season. Then I'd piece them out one by one. Um, Jesus. We, uh, you know, things. Uh-huh. Um, but through that, I learned about selling MX 95s in Japan. Oh, And yeah. met a dude <laughs> who lived in Los Angeles. And at that point, I was just like, I had every Nike outlet on the East Coast. Like, I had their phone number, and I'd call them. Did you get any more MX 95s? I'll take them. And they'd ship them to me. I'd pay with my credit card. And then I'd ship them to this guy in Los Angeles. He'd pay me for them. Literally, like, just trusting the fact that this guy, I'm sending you all this shit. You're going to send me money? Sure. And it all worked out. And that was, like, 96, 97. And that was when I started, like, figuring out. I could sell shoes what, to people. Were you, were you Western Union people at the time? No, no, no. This is like just credit cards and checks. and Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You was over here with the, with the big machine? Just with the <laughs> knuckle buster? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, no, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> but there was... I'm old. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm, so I'm relating with you. We're it's circling. Fine. We're circling back. The, uh, yeah, see, so I, learned about that, I learned about that process when uh, Dave Ortiz... I had Dave Ortiz on the pod. I had the, Love him. Love yeah, Dave. Yeah, great and and uh, we were talking about that, like, I mean, he was on Complex Sneaker Con, uh, I mean, Sneaker Podcast, not to shade shade over mine, but the <laughs> the the process of just making money off of American specific sneakers is was so lucrative in the '90s and 2000s. It was wow. That's how DQM started. Was just based off of just selling Wait, o- o- sneakers. Can you give a context to who Dave is and what DQM yeah. is? So Dave is Dave Ortiz is the creator of DQM Dave's Quality Meats. It was a concept store down uh, around Astor that was based off of butchers and a butcher shop. Right. So, so it was also a skate store, and it's one of my favorite places. DQ, uh, DQM was a, a stomping ground for me when I was do my my little Soho trips in college to buy sneakers with no money, with FAFSA money, to be honest. <laughs> um, and so after lying on my yep. FAFSA, yeah. So get that money and, and me and my boys, we would just do the Supreme clientele. Yeah, clientele, hit up clientele, uh, hit up the Blades when it was actually good sneakers there. Uh, Blades had good stuff. Yeah, Blades was... Blades had good stuff, especially if you needed a pair of shoes to actually skate and that were good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I used to get deals there, too, because shit was on sale. You'd be like, SB's on sale in, in this day and age? Not, 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 not popping. Not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's very funny to me is the, like the, the transformation of... Because, Jesse... And Haas, you've you've both just explained like some very niche and very difficult things to deal with, yeah. right? Compared to now, where the SBs you guys were talking about, you're getting like on the cheap, uh-huh. are like five hundred dollars. Yeah, 
That's ridiculous. They're dropping again, though. This shit They're is, dropping again. Yeah. This shit is tanking right now. It's so bad. I mean, I made a video recently. These are getting yeah. jobs. Like, yeah. resellers are getting jobs, man. The yeah. Kids, yeah, they, like, work at restaurants now. And they, have, they, have, <laughs> they have actual skills that you had no idea they had this whole time because you thought they wouldn't because... They spend eight hours waiting for you something. Mean, you mean buying a bot is not a skill? Oh, shit, no. <laughs> I just caught him. That's what's up. Lobster, sorry. I had to See, you just catcalled him. This is what I was saying <laughs> earlier. You just said he was a hot dude. That's exactly what you just did. And look, he hooked the orange to the orange on his shirt, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh shit. And, and I'm from Miami. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yo, and he's got the collegiate. It's like school shit. That's it. He's going to add you on LinkedIn right We're now, good. bro. We're done, right? That's it. We, we just, just did this. It's over. Damn, <laughs> we, should we just go around the room for a second? Because that shirt is fly as hell. <laughs> you got the calm on, right? Nah. Is that just a heart or is that a calm heart? No, nah, that's a play. calm heart. That's play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. play. Okay, she yeah, doesn't yeah, even know the play. fuck she's wearing. Look. You're wearing that's Haas's girlfriend, everybody. Yeah, that's that was a gift, wasn't it? No, nah, she bought that. She <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know what the fuck I was saying. Yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. If you say CDG, she knows. But if Okay. You, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I'm gonna just hard pivot Wait, into stuff, the question. Yeah, yeah um, get into. Let's get into it. Let's, let's get, get into, into the. Let's the get fat. into the, the the question that I ask everybody each week that listens to an episode or jumps on. What's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, oh, you the guest uh, guy. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> no, we're gonna ask orange and I green. Have, like, the worst answer ever, but it's very real because I absolutely remember it to this day. Oh, yeah, yeah, of um, course. Just say it. I was like six or seven. I was at the Dadeland Mall. I grew up in Miami, uh, um, and uh, there was a in, in like a sporting goods store. There was a pair of Nike All Courts, white and university blue. Uh -huh. Like literally the most boring shoe you could possibly. <laughs> but for some reason, I fucking wanted that. Yeah. Thing. And uh, I was like, it's probably six. So like, I'm gonna say six because I like threw a huge temper tantrum in like the middle of the fucking store, and uh, I cried a bunch. And then my my mom bought them for me. And but I remember that, and it was an all court, which is probably the most boring of the Nikes you could possibly choose. Yo, but, but right now that shit is hype, bro. Yeah, that shit that's is fire right now. Uh, you know. Now there's lines for that right now, or digital lines, I should say. All courts? Dude, yeah, dude, they're pretty going. Fuck, I'm gonna eat the all courts, dude. I mean, they Listen, stopped Rich making them because something happened behind the scenes, and now if you try to get a pair on, like, Goat or whatever, they're like 837 That's what yeah, I'm saying, no. guy. Like, oh, how? Well, yeah. It's but, yeah. Nostalgia wins always, man. Like, the currently, I mean, look at Retro or Jordans. pulling the shoe yeah. off the market helps prevent <laughs> Yeah, that's Like, true. Cortez is like, what, was it a year ago? A year and a half ago, a pair of like Cortez standards yeah. was yeah. like 400 fucking dollars. Yes. They hadn't yeah, made yeah. them in like four years. Yes. So like I was just I just wanted blue suede with the nylon, the regular shit. Four hundred and fifty dollars. I'm not. It's so <laughs> they're back, they're back. So. It's so interesting to see that like it got so crazy to the point where dudes were like, Can I just get regular new balances? All right, I'll pay two hundred, I'll pay three hundred, I'll pay four. I don't just give me some regular shit. Yeah. Look, look, I mean, you, are you talking about Jown? Are you talking about Jown releases? Cause that's what it sounds Don't like. Don't even get me started on Jown. <laughs> it's fucking stupid Canadian brand fucking nothing. They literally, all right. This is what I'll say. I'm going to go on record by saying A-Life was the first brand to go stamp of approval. That's how you do it. The shoe is perfect. Just put the logo on it. Now you got fucking like Jand, Jown, what the fuck? Jown. Jown. Uh, ALD, I think, is cheap, too. A ALD is, is. I'm talking shit. ALD is like bagels, like if you want to eat bagels every day. ALD is 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 <laughs> kith if you like Noah. There's that picture of Jared Kushner wearing the ALD hat, the ALD Mets hat. 
There just, is. I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I got a question for both of y'all. Like, yeah. When, like, what made y'all want to jump into, like, working in streetwear? Like, what was the, the, the pivotal moment where you're like, all right, this is it, uh, and I'm going to do this? You, you want me to go first, or you want to go? Yeah, you're up, bro. <laughs> oh no, guess first. Guess first. They're clamoring oh, for Jesse. Jesse. They I, don't want Chris. At no point that I think I was. I went to school for creative writing. Like I was, <laughs> I was writing like sneaker articles for like the Source and Sneaker yeah. Freaker, and like I, I, I got as soon as I graduated, I like took like a year and a half off. I started working at Scholastic Books. There you go. Like I hell was yeah, like, dude. New <laughs> life. Hell yeah, fuck, dude. Fuck this shit. I'm gonna. <laughs> going to work every day and like I was there for like a year and a half and I was like I cannot fucking do this mm -hmm. shit um, and then like slowly just like started helping people out with like footwear allocations because at that time European allocation there was like Europe America and or Europe North America and uh, or the Americas and APAC which oh, has been yeah. like you know Japan whatever yeah and Europe European releases came out in Canada mm -hmm. and I had like a dude in Canada so I could get like the Euro releases that they couldn't get mm -hmm. here in the States and get those shipped or trade them for like shoes that they need there that wouldn't sell here that I could get on sale, whatever. Mm -hmm. And slowly started working with just like different people, started working with A-Life and uh, I, I literally was just like, I was just trying to like pay bills for a while, Yeah, you know? And that's, I here we are. <laughs> like I mean, it's, it's wild that, uh, cause like, I mean, you were you're in like the 2000s, like the early aughts, where the 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 like the boom of streetwear was happening at the time. Like you had, well, there was the dying age of of Echo, and like I mean, <laughs> Yo, why, you, why you gonna tap me? Into the segue. Why you gonna tap me for Echo? <laughs> All right, so I'll give a little context. My first job in New York. So I literally graduated college 2012. No, Echo. <laughs> no, Echo. I got hired as a graphic designer at Echo in 2013. Wow. Wow. D no, dude, it was the seamless delivery driver uniform. Or yeah. or like the uncle like the like the like the uncle on the train who got the sweatshirt from his nephew. Yeah, who had dude. Worn it like mad dude. long, but like All right. got extra zippers. This is this is a true story. This is a true story. Six months into me living in New York City, I was on the train. And I saw a guy wearing an Echo hoodie take a shit on the C train. <laughs> I was leaving Echo to go home. I saw a guy wearing the brand I work for take a shit on the train. Yes. It was a harsh reality on every format. <laughs> but that's also how I met Jesse because the owner of Echo, not Mark, Mark was not involved at all. Um, this guy, Seth. Sold Echo to Iconics, yeah, Iconics which is like one of those too. parent brands. Which are like Rock Aware and all the dead, all the ones that you guys think are dead now. Like um, yeah, Fubu. Yeah. Uh, anything you would buy at Macy's, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then he, so he sold that, and he took the money, and he bought half of a bunch of streetwear brands that were based in New York, which was A Life, which is how I met Jesse. There was Rocksmith, which is got long dead. Uh, Wu Tang. Uh, uh, Dime Piece, Hell's Bells. There was like a bunch of. There was a bunch of Dolly. shit. Yes, Lamar and Dolly. Um, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Dude, all the brands. That you, the you, even the people relevant. They're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, Slowbox. We were there for the Slowbox fucking meltdown that happened with Fifty. Fucking all right. <laughs> oh, that was. I, how do I even begin? All right. So let me. Get, I'm gonna paint you guys a quick picture. It's it's me, 
Jesse's in another room, but we're in the same building. I'm across the street from the guy who goes by Fat Jew. Do you guys know who Fat yeah, Jew is? Yeah, Fat Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it, meme guy, yes. Yes. All, all he does is repost he memes. Was on payroll yeah. to just hang out yeah. in the fucking space. Kind of. But it was it was me, the Fat Jew. Then there was this guy named Soup, who was like the manager of this brand, brand called Slowbucks. Round of applause if you know what Slowbucks is, by the way. I just remember like, the darkest people in the room. God damn, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's the brand it was for, though. It was like a heat maker. It was like a. It was rap shit. It was. Fu- it was like urban rap shit in Queens. So this is where Fifty Cent's get relevant. Okay. Uh, it was Summer Jam, 2014 or 15. Yeah, I like. Yeah, please keep saying yes yeah, so I don't sound crazy. There was a guy named Slow, and there was a guy named Bucks. They came together to make a brand called Slow Bucks. <laughs> Which was like, it was strictly queen shit. It was literally a snail that was like speeding away, leaving a m- trail of money. <laughs> that's the, what it was. The, that's what it was. Oh, shit. I've never, I've never seen this brand. I'll be honest. I would look at that shit all and the I'm time. And I'm from Queens. I have? It, look, it, their whole business was doing quick strikes on Nike whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So Jordan they would, Yeah, so they would find out what the next Jordan release would be like a week beforehand. They would oh. quickly change the base color of the shirt to match the Jordans. And then that was the, they would put it on Chris Brown when he came to the Heatmaker studio. They would post it, and that was the business. But this did $10 million a year. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> then at Summer Jam, whatever year that was, uh-huh. uh, Slow was on stage uh, during 50's set, and then they had some sort of altercation where 50 said, that chain you were wearing is now mine. Oh, no. He took his chain, and then Slow... Like, went to a, a f- not even a real lawyer, it was like a fake lawyer, to post like this weird Instagram thing, and then all of Queens, which was the entire business, said, nah, bro. And then 10 million tanked. Like, oh the, my next God. Day, the next, <laughs> the next day, day. Every which, shop was dropping their account. All the brands, including Wu Tang. And you got fucking Seth Gersberg. Who's yes. Literally, like, okay, so the just backstory <laughs> Seth Gersberg was the money side of Echo, yeah. big money. Would never fucking fail to remind you. I made fucking sixteen million on one T-shirt design, and you're like, oh, cool, every gotcha, every day he's had it. There was six <laughs> brands at that time, dude. Like, cool, gotcha. Um, <laughs> but fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's 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 sold Echo, and he's replacing Echo with like six to eight streetwear brands, yep. which he plans to fill that gap with. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna fill this Echo gap with six to eight streetwear brands. Like in my mind, how the fuck did you think that was gonna work to begin with? I don't know, man. <laughs> Shit didn't. Ma- he was gonna fill all the Echo stores with the brands I said earlier. So it was gonna be like, uh, like Wu Tang. Everybody knows Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That W is gonna sell forever. Right. Yeah, Somehow true. this snail was outselling the Wu Tang W. Yeah. I don't know how. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. But yes, all that to say. The best brand that we had tanked immediately. And he goes into war mode. <laughs> I'm not joking. I He asked me if he should kidnap Lloyd Banks. Wow. <laughs> he literally looked at me. He was like, do you think I should kidnap Lloyd Banks? I have a bunch of Russians that could kidnap Lloyd Banks. I was like... Am was, that, I, was, gonna, was that going to even accomplish? Like... 
Like I, I want to know, I what's don't the, know. The series of thinking, be like, okay, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna snatch him up, and then the shirts are gonna come back. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> and Look, then we're wait. gonna put Lloyd Banks on a snail. Dude, when you when you for Young Buck, like Young Buck's not getting well. Then I mean, he got kicked out of probably like I think the year after or something. When your entire company is like based on a snail graphic and it tanks immediately, like all the brands were like good. All respectable brands at the time, at least, you know. Yeah, but this guy literally, oh my God, yeah. He just, he wanted everything. He wanted six brain, six of his own brain, chi- like child. It was, like yeah. Children. Like, what would you call that? Brain yeah, children? No, brain wonder, child? no wonder the the submarine exploded. Bro, like, he literally <laughs> was, like, creative directing alongside of, like, creative directors with his wife, by yeah. the way, oh who no. was all, I, like, show up to work one day and they're just like, yeah, here's your. Merch director and creative director. And she like, was a thought. she was a buyer that he fucked behind his wife's back and then made. Why are yeah. you defending her? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not, she I, fucked her way there though. I wasn't saying any of that. All I, I mean, was saying was we my had hands this, are cleans of this. Clean I'm, of I'm this. not saying. I'm just. Uh, we had this thing. We had this <laughs> brand. We had these designs. I show up yeah. to work the next morning, and they're all changed, and they're all Echo designs that she designed. Took the Rhino off, put an A Life logo on, and I lose my fucking shit. Jeez. And I'm genuinely just like. I remember that day. The fuck am I here for then? Like, what am I doing? Here? I genuinely remember that day. Like, there were a lot of <laughs> moments like that. Yeah. So that's all I was getting to. Wait, how do we get on this topic? We were working for yeah. a guy who was like literally like uh, yeah. We were talking about the the, uh, we were, the was, origin story. Yes, yes. yes. I was asking what, why did how you did guys get into streetwear? Oh, yeah. To, oh, we, and we went all that, the way to full circle of a life on the Rhino now. So yeah, 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 yeah. That was a license and distro deal that went bad. It was that very, was like yeah, any was port in a storm situation where shit was so fucking bad because we were going to sell. There was like a 16, 18 month period where Jay-Z was interested in buying the brand from us. Facts. And wow. Actual facts. For six, 16 to 18 months, we stopped making apparel. We stopped producing anything because we didn't want to give anybody any assets. We just were like, they do the due diligence. Like, we're walking away into the sunset. It's I remember. Yep. Sweet. Uh-huh. And 18 months in, they're just like, mm, we're good. So we literally at that point had no money, nothing to put out, no product in development. Should I be saying all this fucking shit? I mean, yeah, it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're fine. <laughs> I don't um, think there's a also, statute of limitations how, on this right here. <laughs> remember how I was saying, like, streetwear money is always weird? This yeah. is the shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm grabbing, like, bundles of dollars from certain people in different places just to, like, <laughs> what's, what's the, now, now I got to know, what's the weirdest thing you've been paid in, then? Uh, No, I've always gotten paid in yeah, money. Money. Because okay. <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to be like, yo, yeah. here's, a, here's two pounds of weed. You can make money off of this. Thank you for making I'm this cool shirt. I'm cool with that, too. That's fine. That's actually, no, yes, I've done what, that. Did you want me to say, like, Ethereum or something? Like, what the fuck? Dude, yeah. this is streetwear, dude. We can barely make the clothes. He can't, like, transfer crypto anywhere. It was more just, like, who was giving you the money? Like, I mean, we live in this age right now where people are getting getting upset for getting free sneakers now. So, like, I was thinking, like, oh, somebody's like, yo, you built, you made the sneaker. Here's the sneaker. Now you, you're, you're paid well, for the job. Well, all right, here. I'll meet you in the middle. Because I was... Okay. Oh yeah, get your oh, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't have my phone on me, so it's somewhere. Just as a PSA, <laughs> my this phone is somewhere. This is great, great pod stuff. Yeah, thank you. Somebody call it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, 
but yeah, what's the? Did you you, you got you were meeting? Yeah, in the no. Middle? So no, because I'm uh, uh, just a leeway into another me and Jesse story. So I was never like I, I worked at Echo when it became the it's, it was called the Collective where we bought these other brands. So I was like a floating designer that was just around. Um, there was a time where Jesse we were working on uh, a Puma collab for A Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was being paid by the collector. I was never an A-Life employee at this point. I became one later. But at the time where Jesse was like, hey, I need help with a couple Pumas. Do you have some time? I said yes. And then um, this other guy, his name was Trey. Trey was like, if you help him, we'll give you the shoes. So it wasn't this. I, I could have told Jesse. I was going to say yes anyway because I was like, fuck, yeah, I want to do a Puma. Are you out of your mind? Like but four. I did two with you. I think I helped on other two, but it wasn't like I helped with the – from the bottom on two, but then yeah, there was like other two I touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, for for reference, uh, Chris Cheney worked on the A Life uh, Puma pack. It was an all over print, uh, stuck up mid. Yeah, stuck up mid. And a R six eight nine. Yeah. So, if you know what six nine those are, if you know what those are, if not, just go home and Google. Uh, cool. It turned out good. They're like, gonna be like sixty bucks, so you can buy it. It's uh, Puma's a tough sell, dude. No matter I know. how yeah. like. There's so many brands that no matter how like well executed this thing is, it's still a fucking hard sell. Yeah, Puma's you know, bad. like you're starting to see some brands like crack that space now, like Asics recently, obviously the yeah. silver and the mesh. Yeah, and then really they got like that Kiko shit, which is dope. Great shit, and then um, Saucony's kind of doing it. Like yeah. they've got the dude who was behind some of the Action Bronzing New Balance yep, colorways. Yep, uh, yep. He's helping them with their stuff, and I just saw all their new shit for next year. And the palettes are fucking gorgeous. Yeah, shout out Jay. But it's That's like the homie. it's 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 hard, dude. Like Puma's a hard sell. We sold well. It was good. No, like, that pu that Puma collection was nice. Did okay. Mm -hmm. No one even knows what we're talking about. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so then let's pivot was to, good. to Thumpers. What made you start Thumpers? Uh, Am I saying it right? Oh, yeah, 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 which, by the way, can you just give a, like a yeah, brief like explanation a of what Thumpers is? Yeah, yeah. All right, so... Because uh, it is technically like the reverse. Normally, people put Brooklyn on shit that they want to sell from Japan to Americans. You've done the reverse, where you design it in Brooklyn and sell it in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, like, I, we, we had an A-Life store in Japan, and yeah. I had people that I knew out there through all of that, and... Uh, I had a motorcycle garage in Brooklyn with my brother, and we were like fa fabricating bikes, making bikes. And every so often, we would like uh, we'd make a shirt that would like sell a little bit, and then like we wouldn't, and then we would. And at some point, this dude came up to me and he was like, "Would you be interested in like having some some product over at this? We, we there was Beams, this is store Beams in Japan yeah. that was uh, yeah, they do a lot of collabs. They were now. doing like uh, some sort of like." t-shirt exhibit mm -hmm. and they were like would you be interested in like submitting some t-shirts to it and we were like yeah sure cool um because i was already in the space you know like being yeah. in a life but like mm -hmm. thumpers right. was like my like i could get away over there it was just like a bunch of us we had the skate ramp in the backyard we had like a little mini ramp and it was just like a really good place to go decompress after work and uh you know they asked us to we wanted to throw some shirts in there and i was like already in the space so i was like yeah sure we can knock some shirts out we'll just put them in there and they did well and then he was like you know i want to connect you with this investor and because uh, in japan you know you can't have your own business there okay being american world war ii statutes and shit um but through him, we have like a partnership where we yeah, which is dope. That's very. We fire. have like a little store and we have like a little mm -hmm. showroom and we sell to different shops out there, 
and uh, it's cool. We're starting to finally like bring it to the U.S. Like I didn't really want it to bring it to the U.S. for so long because I genuinely fucking hate U.S. customers. <laughs> yeah. Like U.S. consumers <laughs> fucking. Wait, why though? Yeah. Um. What's wrong with us? I'm part of it. I'm fucking part of it. But we're not part of it. We're the we're we're good. We're everyone here is good. Um, <laughs> Safe space. Know, that's right. It was just like I I, I see like. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a grumpy old man. Just like do it. Just you do see, it. like, the influencer effect, and you yeah. see, like, the way people, like, when we were growing up, it was like, I want to have different shit than you. Like, I don't want to have the same shit. Yes, when you sure and I grew up at the same time. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. look what I got, and I paid nothing for these fucking things, yeah. dummy. And other people it's now, a, it's, a it's a lost like, art. I have the yeah. same shoes as you, and I paid right. more. Yeah. And you're like, it's, it's fucked up, and it just kind of got that way in the U.S., and I just, through, like, Going to Japan and like motorcycle culture out there and like, you know, meeting a lot of different people and builders and like riding around and trying to do like a motorcycle brand that wasn't like tough guy skull brass. Knuckle, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you know, like cutesy shit. Like, but wait, touch on the uh, motorcycle park is that you didn't say that at the beginning. Like, why is it motorcycle? influence like why you got a garage because it was a garage and we were like building bikes we had a, a handlebar that sold really well in japan it was called the headlock bar that's the most japanese shit i've ever yeah, heard so we, <laughs> so we had like a handlebar for a <laughs> for a motorcycle that really it was a, it's like its own new shape it like did this kind of like like a bmx cruiser kind of like thing uh-huh. um and then we started making them for bicycles as well and the bars were checking over there, so we already had like a little bit of like yeah, hell yeah. Uh-huh. of a thing going. And we were supposed to build a bike with Futura, and it just never happened. To Damn, dude, wild piece of shit. Um, Futura is uh, one of my favorite artists. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, we crazy. Were, yeah, it's still not even built. Fun fact: his name is Leonard. Lenny. Yeah. You yeah. see, you see what he looks like. Of course, his name is Lenny. Yeah, Lenny. Come on. I don't know. He's he's transcended what it looks like. like he's if just you too told old. Me, I mean, if you told me Scene's name was like Geraldo, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like <laughs> watch his name actually because he, he looks Italian. Like yeah, like these are names that. What's like, Cause's name? Probably Philip. Probably Chad. Brian. Oh, it's, it is Brian. You're yeah, right. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Fucking Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. Like Japanese culture. I mean, I'm a big fan of Japanese culture, but. Like being able to transcend. I too like ramen. <laughs> no, right, it was like right. it was like when you go out there and you're like hanging yeah. out with like the they're like it, shit's a little more insular out there. Yeah. Like you can like if you find something you're into, you can like fully like I the don't sneaker sound like this is like I'm the sneaker like culture asshole. out there is um, crazy. Yeah, fashion everything. Yeah. Like they're just the way they embrace like things. It's like a similar way to the way that I embrace mm-hmm. things. I've never seen anyone wear so I trusted a, it out there. A pump fury. And then you take one photo, fu- you just Google Japan, and then there's like 16 dudes wearing Pump Furies in every photo. They probably have a Pump Fury bar. It's like you go there and they're like, yeah, bring your Pump Furies. Everybody drinks out of Pump Furies. It's a good <laughs> shoe. <laughs> it's a good shoe. <laughs> the shoe, it's a slip on shoe that has holes in it. You can't. No, it's a great shoe. I'm not a fan. No, it's I a remember, great shoe. I remember they made a Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Pump Fury. And oh, this I was is a like, deep cut. Just stop a, doing that. And I was like, this is gross. Nah, and it's dope. No, GR releases are the best. Yes, I will. St- I will stand on that for the rest of my life. Like, well, they're the most terrible. A GR yeah. release is the best shit. Yeah. What's your favorite general release shoe of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that's tough. Maybe that. Here, I'll, I'll hit you. It's not a general release now, but I've gained an appreciation for the um, airships. Oh my god, they're cool. I like them. They're bringing them back. They, like what they're doing with it now. 
Like you now they're doing the that. bullshit with it. But yeah, but uh, if I was able to buy them back in the day, I would have. But that's different. That was like a myth when it was back in the day. Like of like you finding it and being like, especially after like when the Jordan One came out. Like after that, they stopped making those airships, and you were just like, you just had to be like legit dead stock. Your favorite way of talking about dead stock of. Finding a warehouse or finding a store. Oh, don't even get me started it. on what dead stock. I don't means. want I you to do freak fifteen minutes out. on fucking dead stock. But that was the only way uh, you can find airships back in the day. And now when they now they're like, I mean, I talked to Russ about this. It's just like they're just bringing it they back. Do too many. Yeah, they're just they bringing it back. They feed you different colors and be like, yo, here we go. We coming back. Well, going back to the airship specific, I just like when Nike just does what it's supposed to. It's just like white shoe, colored swoosh. Match it to the color that you like, sort of preference yourself, and that's it. I mean, they're good shoes. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. But so then, what's your thoughts on Air Force Ones? Because I feel like this is the Air Force One capital here. So, yeah, if that because that's what that is. It's s- white shoe, slap a color check, bam, you good to go. Gum on the outsole. Yeah, gum gum outsole. Well, this guy right, right here so don't like gum outsole. No, but here here's the thing. As a wh- <laughs> Where is he from? Boston. Stop you. Don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm sorry. No, but here's the thing about Air Force Ones, and I'll admit this. As a white guy, it's weird to be the guy who wears Air Force Ones that much. (laughs) Joking? No. Oh, okay. Why? 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 When I was in Boston, it was a strategic choice where everyone's like, ooh, he's wearing Air Force Ones. That's nice. When I came to New York, and everyone's like, do you have like seven pairs? Why is it brand new every time? Nobody no, questioned no, that nobody. here. When I moved here, everyone was like, why are you wearing... Air Force? I, I don't know. Where did you move? Crown Heights? No, Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Ka- well, kind of. I don't know. I, I don't, For some reason... Well, also, I was at Echo, so nothing made any sense. I mean, you were you were treading, treading I water. Wa- I, dude, I was 23, and I was wearing Air Force Ones in an Echo hoodie. Everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. It looked like you were just you were five seconds away pulling out your CD player. And then I was like, <laughs> no fact. And then I was like, oh, I'll go in on Reebok pumps. And this fucking guy was just like, Reebok pumps, you fucking nerd. I was like, God, damn, dude, I can't win. What did I win? I used to be an asshole. I was, <laughs> I was bad. I still deal with it often. They're like people like. Nah, you weren't being an moments. asshole, but you were just like, who the fuck wears Reebok pumps? It's a hard shoe to wear. It's amazing you can pull it off. Thank you. You know, <laughs> you've styled it so well all these years. <laughs> what? So, I mean, I love asking this question, but like, do you ha- were you able to to stand on sneaker lines? Did you have to? I mean, I feel like you were your Mister invoice me, and no, I got it. it. <laughs> no, because like lines didn't. I'm happen calling until Jesse like invoice me from now on. Dude. <laughs> no, I mean like lines didn't happen until I was already at the place where the lines were. Like lines, like we were like a life was early to the game. Like we were. Yeah. Before anyone gave a shit, we had shoes there. And we were like... Yeah. Rivington Club was... I mean, if you aren't familiar with Rivington Club, uh, A-Life used to have a store down uh, by next to my favorite spot right now, Joey Rose's. But they used to have a store... Who, 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 who? Sandwich uh, shop. Um, and so that spot... I mean, I talk about it on your episode a couple times. Mm-hmm. 
go in there and it's like you are part of the secret society. You got to get buzzed in. You you are like you look. Everything's in glass cases. Um, one None of the employees liked you. Not exact. I was just about to say. First time I went there, I got yelled at. Um, and it I sounds on yeah, yeah, uh, He like says it was, checks out. He said it was Kunle. Just uh, yeah, yeah. No, Kunle was yeah. Yeah. If you're not sure who Kunle is, he's uh, if you go on the street and you see a big ass ear snot across the street, like on the sh on the walls. Iraq. 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 Graffiti artist of Graffiti the Iraq artist. crew. Yeah. Has both threatened Hosses and my life. <laughs> yes, that's what we share in common. That's Bless what we you. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I walked into the store, and I and so I used to do graph heavily. Okay, okay. Time. And so I went in, and I wanted to buy a marker, and I, I go in, and I ask. He's like, he turns to me, he's like, you don't do graph? And I just go, uh, I just want the marker. And he just goes, but you, what'd you write? And I go, I mean, I'm not telling you. And he goes, <laughs> you don't do graph. And I was just like, all right, man, I'm just not going to buy the marker. I can go to Scrapyard. And that was it. That was it. And I never went, I never yeah. went back there. So he, I got scared away. He cost the company a lot of money <laughs> in a lot of ways. There yeah. was a, oh, my God, the, he, he fucking, yeah. I'm going to Go stop. ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. We'll tell it, tell it. Um, He's very nice now. <laughs> super nice. Like, yeah. mellowed out. Like, He's he had a rough shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, been through some he, shit. He, I mean, like he was homeless at one point. Yeah. But to be like in, he was out and he was gay and he was in the streets and he had to deal with some fucking ignorant motherfuckers and yeah. like it occurred. As, and as I've seen some shit go down and like his life wasn't. I, whatever. I'm not gonna speak on that anymore. He's a great <laughs> dude. He's come a long fucking yeah, way. Come a long way. Um, what were we saying? No, you. Uh, I was just talking about my time at Rivington Club. So uh, yeah, you're you're. No, he's the best. He's the best. He's yeah. doing great now. Yeah, no, he's the man now. <laughs> but yeah, there was. Oh, were you part of the construction of Rivington Club? Like, were you part of like them picking that spot so fucking far away from everything else? <laughs> no, no, no. That was uh, probably Rob, Tony, and Arno. I came in after the store was open. Okay, okay. But I came in like right in the beginning. Um, or not right at the beginning, but like pretty close there after. I was just helping them with like pop-up shops and like yeah. getting shoes and, mm -hmm. you know, we were, you know, that was like Wild West. That was back when you could like trade shoes with different stores around the world. Yeah. Like, That's wild. Like basketball shoes weren't working in their country. Running shoes weren't working in this country. I'm going to yep. send you this. You're going to send me that. Mm -hmm. All of these stores still exist and you know who they are, but like I don't want to, whatever. No. Yeah. But, you know, like... um. <laughs> That was just like that was what we were doing yep. then. So that was kind of when I got like roped in with those dudes, and yeah. it was a good run. Like it was fucking, it was fun. Do you have like a Rivington Club story? I know you can just tell tell the best. <laughs> one. Wait here, because I think we're close to time. I know, yeah. So so let's Jesse pick one story that you're that's your nah, favorite. Nah, we have to keep it pushing. Like I <laughs> probably not. No, you don't want to. I don't know, man. No. <laughs> All look. right. Well, here, do do me this one. I know I've made you tell the story then, because this would be a great one to end on. Okay. Um, well, I still have my my last question. Okay. Oh, so let's go to that. Yeah, yeah. Or, we'll go, yeah, no, go to that. Do, do this. All right. So. Yeah. Do uh, yours. Do the yours. The way I end the podcast, and thank you all for coming out. Um, yeah. Round of applause for yourselves yeah. one more time. So, I want you to think about the time where you about to get those all courts as a kid, right now. Close your eyes. Envision crying. yourself. Yeah, crying. Envision, envision your younger self about to open that box. And now you're you transported back behind you. What would you tell yourself as you open that box? You're not going to fucking like these shoes on your feet. They don't even look good. You don't <laughs> like them. You just did all that shit, and you're going to wear them three fucking times because they look stupid on your little feet. That's what I would tell that kid. 
Man, look, perfectly said. You should be right, little little uh, Jesse. Um, but that's the, the you got something else to say? You look like you got something else to say. No, that's good. All right, cool. Thank you all for coming yeah. out. Yeah. Round of applause for Haas. And Round of applause for Jesse. And you know what we say each week when we end the episode, wear your kicks. That's right. Peace. Peace. All right.